Hello, world. Welcome to our very first episode of This Age Podcast. I'm Gina. I'm Angie. And I'm Evelyn. So welcome to our very first episode. We're really excited to be here and be speaking with you all today. We're going to start off with a quick introduction to who we are and how we came to be. So maybe Evelyn, if you want to answer for us, how did we all meet? Well, I think we all met at church, but um, I think we all met each other at different times and then kind of really grew in our friendship in the last year in 2020. But church would be the place where it all began. Yep. Gina, do you have anything to add about how we met? All three of us definitely met at church, but I knew Angie before I knew Evelyn. Cool, 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 so cool, I cool. met. <laughs> yes, it's very cool. I knew Angie since she was um in high school, and I think I was in my first year yep. of university back then. So we've known yeah. each other for a bit. I've known Angie to be as my friend's girlfriend. Who is now her husband. Her husband? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, um, and then I moved, Angie and her husband moved over to the church that Evelyn was attending. And then I moved over there after a while. And that's how we all met. But it's weird because back then, even though Angie and Evelyn have been attending the same church. They didn't know each other. Yeah, I think we were probably going to to church for a couple of years before we actually talked or even, I don't know, like, yep. I even yeah, I know. Away. I was like, oh, I know that there's these two people over there in high school that come to our church, but yep. never talked to them. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, I would say you guys know each other because of me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Definitely, Gina. It wasn't that retreat that we went to together, but Gina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did have friendship outside of you, Gina. <laughs> How did our podcast come to start? Do either of you ladies have want to speak to that? Hot pot. Hot pot. Girls. Yeah. Hot podge? What did you say? Hot pot. Hags. Hags yes. <laughs> Hot Hot Asian girls. Sorry. I had to think. I'm like, wait, what? Yes, hot that still pot Asian girls. That still doesn't make hags, but it'd be hepags. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Um, well, I think it all started. We were having dinner at Gina's house one day, and we we're all just kind of talking about podcasts we listen to and kind of just chatting. And I think Angie was like, hey, I think it'd be cool if our conversations were taped for everyone else to hear. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of how the idea sparked. And then mm-hmm. yeah, and then I think we all thought it was a pretty cool idea to try and come with a new hobby mm-hmm. and do something during the pandemic, so mm-hmm. that's kind of how it started. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with that. Gina, anything to add? No. Nope. I Evelyn summed it up. Quite nicely, yes. This is a COVID hobby. Yeah. Yep, that was definitely one of 
the goals of doing this podcast, which kind of gets us into our next question, which is what is the aim of our podcast? Our aim. I can speak to that first, maybe, um, because I was kind of the one who brought it up in the first place. I think for me, podcasts were a new form of media that I only recently got into, but I found to be a really nice break from like visual media forms, um, especially when there were creators who I felt like I could relate to and um, spoke into different parts of my life that I never had connections in before. And so I realized that within our friendship between the three of us, I felt like we had similar types of conversations without even having to plan for them. Somehow they would always just evolve into talks about different parts of life. And I, I really appreciated that about our conversations. And I felt like it would be nice if we could share our perspectives and maybe they're helpful to some and maybe they're just entertainment to others. So yeah. And I think it's cool because we're all kind of in different stages of life and we're all different ages mm-hmm. and we're all, we've all kind of grown up differently. So I think, or well, I mean, similarly, yeah. but differently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's cool for us to see different perspectives from each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anything to add? <laughs> I don't really have anything to add. You guys summed it up quite eloquently. Yes, we are similar yet very different and our <laughs> conversations are very interesting all the time. In my opinion, you might not find it interesting, but we shall see after our first episode goes live. All right, so we're kind of going to go into our next segment, which is highs and lows of the week, which will be a staple of the podcast. We'll do this every week and just kind of talk about something awesome or great or good that happened and then something not so great that happened so let's start off with gina me i didn't want to go first (laughs) okay i do have one it's just slightly embarrassing but also it describes me kind of well because it would happen to me please do (laughs) share wait okay so over the past weekend I went to the pet store with my dog, Dooley, with some friends, and um, <laughs> and so after we bought our stuff, we went for a walk, and then we went back to our car, and the thing is, right now, like, the remote, my remote, car remote won't work sometimes, and so I have to actually put the key inside the keyhole and turn it to lock it and unlock it, and so that day, it wouldn't work, so... I unlocked it with my keys and then it was so busy because it was in the parking lot and had the dog and everything I just threw my key and I I'm pretty sure I clicked hit the unlock button but I closed the door and then all of a sudden I hear like a sound and I was like oh shoot the car's locked and I've locked my keys inside the car and so I was like oh my gosh what do I do and it was freezing that day I think it was minus I think it was close to minus 40 with the wind chill oh my goodness so I was I wasn't panicking or anything which was good and so I was like okay it's okay I have my phone so I take out my phone but my phone's dead because it's so flipping cold that it drains (laughs) the battery and so I was like okay that's okay I have an apple watch so I can make a phone call on there I think so I look and my phone my apple watch said 10% battery remaining and so I was like okay 
it's okay. And so the pet store was nearby. So I walked in. I kind of told the cashier. It was kind of embarrassing. I was like, can I borrow your phone? And she <laughs> said, yeah. So I used a landline to call my dad. And thankfully, I remember his number. And so I called him. Yep. But he didn't pick up. I went straight to voicemail. So I like, hung up. So I was like, okay, what other person's number do I know? Besides like my childhood friend's home number. <laughs> and so... And, so I called a number, but I, I was trying to call my mom, but I was a digit off. I think hers oh, was no. 988, not 998. And so she didn't pick up. So I was like, okay, wait, I should call my dad again because he might have ignored it because it was just an unfamiliar number. And so I called him and he picked up. He's like, hello? And I was like, <laughs> Appa! <laughs> and I explained it to him. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. let me let me let me get chingy and so chingy was on the call and he's like you did what you did what i was like chingy just hurry up a cop like i don't want to stay like, <laughs> i have other stuff to do and so um he came with the set of cart with the what's called the spare key and so i was able to get back home so that was my low locking my car i mean locking the keys inside the car and your phone that was really dead sucks. and my phone was dead at least it wasn't and it was minus yes. 40 at least it wasn't duly stuck in the car because that would have been a little more urgent but oh um, yeah mm-hmm. and then the high was thankfully i still live at home <laughs> where i have four <laughs> other people to help me out when i'm <laughs> stuck <laughs> yep that is very true that means you have to memorize our numbers mm-hmm. now gina <laughs> oh. that's true I can only remember one person's number who lives in the same city I do. So yeah. I'd be screwed. Yeah. But I figured, yeah, you like, if, it, if your husband, if you know your husband's number, your husband number, or your husband can, like, contact the people that you need to. Cause but what if he doesn't pick same? up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I should boy. remember someone, one other person's number so that at least I have a backup. Yes, I only know mine one. and his. <laughs> yeah, that was my high and low. It wasn't. It was entertaining and kind of embarrassing. But yeah, it's a good reflection of me. If I hit a low, I hit the low. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. boy! What was your high and low, Angie? Hmm. High was probably getting free bubble tea oh yum because there's because they were doing their grand opening that bubble tea shop and then um isaac saw it at like eight like it was like 7 30 and he's like oh you're grand opening today first 100 get a voucher for a free drink and we like called the store like you only have a few left and it was like one of those minus 40 nights and so we just like rushed out of there in our pajamas <laughs> and we're like hi can we please get bubble tea yeah so is it a local yeah, bubble tea or is it a chain store it's a chain oh, one. Okay. Yeah. What did you get? Yeah, and they're pretty good. So we got the Earl Grey Macchiato. Oh, that sounds so delicious. It was so good. So good. But then I also was really jittery because it was like 7 <laughs> and I had that much sugar. So it wasn't great, but eh, so still a high. And then get it, low. still a high. <laughs> <laughs> low um probably just more of a stress rather than low just from today's chain of events in turn 
in regards to our home buying journey yeah probably yeah the home buying journey ain't easy stressful it's stressful that leaves us one person left evelyn evelyn that's me um my low i couldn't really think of something horrible which i guess is good but we have this (laughs) this is really stupid we have this pitcher and like it matches all of our cups that we have they're they're all these like ribbed cups and then the pitcher is like ribbed as well um and then i was washing it the other day and the handle just fell off (laughs) so why i know and we've only had it for like maybe a couple months it came in i think it came in december so oh i think i remember seeing it that day oh yeah i saw i remember seeing the cups and i think i saw the picture yeah too. oh it had the handle still yeah. then <laughs> yeah yeah Aww. and so now but like it's the only picture we have and like we always like to make juice so like the frozen juice so we're just holding the picture like this <laughs> um it is now a crap that's right a very fancy wide craft that's not easy to hold with you cannot <laughs> hold it with one hand yeah. is it glass oh. no it's like plastic i think oh okay that's that's good that would have been bad if it was a glass yeah. then glass yeah. yeah yeah it was just weird it just like it just like fell off and it's like flush it just fell off real easy so what? not very quality what picture the... can you put uh, some great no. crazy glue on it and just stick it back on oh that's actually not a bad idea yeah, yeah. i saved i saved the handle <laughs> just in oh, case i was like i was like i don't know what to do with this so i just put it on the i just like stored it in our shelf for now um but yeah I'm maybe i'm really crazy ready to let go no i don't like it when things break and then like i feel like <laughs> get it like it feels, it feels <laughs> gina is on a with roll these with these puns today i just feel weird like throwing away like a part of the picture and then like keeping the other part anyway <laughs> Part of the yeah, picture. especially if it broke cleanly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, Ooh. Gina with the jokes. Okay. Um, and then my high is so like I was working a lot the past week. Um, there was this big deadline coming up for a work thing, and so I was working like all weekend and doing stuff. And I was working with um a senior person at my company who I hadn't worked with before and he had last minute had all these things that we need to finish up for this for this deadline so I was like working all weekend and like I was like emailing him like on Saturday and Sunday for like all these questions and I felt really bad but I mean I mean he asked me to do it so but I was doing it and then we finally got everything finished and filed last minute and I was like oh thank goodness and then he was so nice he he emailed my the the bosses on my team and was like hey I just want to let you know that Evelyn was such a great help and she like worked long hours to help with like finishing and filing these applications by the deadline just want to let you know that and then my boss was yeah so then my boss came forward it to me and he's like hey thanks it's really nice to hear like feedback that's that's that's, like unsolicited yeah so that was really nice to like, because I was just like, oh, I have to work all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of nice for someone just to like not be prompted and say something nice about me. Yeah. <laughs> I was seen. Um, but yeah, so that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. Very. All right. So you felt very, very... happy? Did I feel happy? Yeah. How did you feel <laughs> receiving that? 
email. It was, like, kind of awkward, but, like, also it was nice because, because, yeah, I hadn't worked with that person before. And so for them to just out of the blue be like, oh, I should tell her bosses that she is doing a good job. Like, that's, I don't know, that was nice of him to do. And it, yeah, it just made me feel, um, like, seen. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. We're coming into the meat of the podcast episode today now, where we're going to be going through some icebreaker questions so that you, our listeners, can get to know us, your hosts, just a little bit better. So what we have prepared is a random question generator, and we're basically just going to answer these questions. And hopefully from that, you'll get to know a little bit more about us and our personalities. So if Evelyn, our random generator runner <laughs> select the first question all right like here a, we bum, go bum, 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 bum. yeah like a little sound ah i'm going to throw this question at gina i knew it what was the most <laughs> memorable experience you had when you were little doesn't necessarily have to be happy right it's just memorable Yes, it could could be a horrible experience. (laughs) Because I guess that was quite memorable. So my most memorable experience I had when I was little is... (laughs) This is going to be funny. When me and my brothers were in the back seat of our forerunner, all bundled up in like like winter gears from head to toe because it was so cold that day and my mom was driving us to school. That was my most memorable experience. I don't know why. Oh, I do remember why. Because it was, I hated that feeling of just like feeling fat, even though you're not fat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just like chubby, like trapped. your arms. Yeah, yeah, trapped. And also like the shoulders brushing and like everything. I just hated that because it just felt so trapped and just constrained. That would be my most memorable experience. But looking back, it's like, oh. I'm glad I had that experience in a way because it's like oh that's cute like I'm pretty sure that's how our moms or how how my mom saw it but yeah you I hope got, there's a photo of that somewhere you guys must have looked so cute oh I hated it like it was full-on snow pants jacket scarf toque mitts winter boots yeah mm-hmm and I think I am pretty sure like we all got really annoyed at the back and we we're just like <laughs> just getting so like annoyed <laughs> with each other just being so close together in the back seat yeah the cold the cold weather is what reminded me of that memory mm. yep it's very did cold. you really not like sitting beside your brothers <laughs> i think it was just like yeah i really hated it at that time because it was just shoulder do you know what it means it just mm-hmm. feels so snugged that you can't even move and there's a seat belt right and it's constraining <laughs> for your more. safety yes yeah so it's, i just hated that feeling just feeling so constrained yeah it was definitely my memorable experience 
Okay, who should I ask? Obviously, I have to ask Evelyn. Um, how would you define yourself in three words? Oh, why did I put this question in? <laughs> I, you chose. I know. I actually put this question. I was like, man, I hope I don't get this question. I hate this question. <laughs> uh, karma. Hot pot Asian girls. A girl. How would I define myself in three words? Um. Okay. <clears throat> uh, energetic. Mm-hmm. I think I have a lot of yeah. energy, and usually, if you know, back when you used to have sleepovers, I would never fall asleep first. I would always be the last one up. Um, and um, loyal. It feels so weird saying nice things about yourself. <laughs> Loyal? You sound like you're questioning. <laughs> I know. That's well. That's why I said it like that. Um, yeah, I think like like once once I trust you and you're my friend, you know, then then I trust you, you know. Then we're in it for to win it. <laughs> we're in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one is lazy. I'm very lazy. Not a great thing, but I, yeah, I've always been a procrastinator, do things at the last minute. I work very hard to be lazy too. Like if there's a way harder way, but it's lazier, I'll do it. I'll do it. So, (laughs) yep, that's three words to define me. Nice. All right, Angie. Oh, man. (laughs) Man. Who do you look up to in life? Hmm. I think I'm not, I follow a lot of influencers, but I don't say I really look up to any of them as a role model. Um, If anything, I think there are very select people in my life who occupy that position of being a role model and this particular person you two both know as well you might be able to guess she is a mentor to many people and very wise rather than look up to like i think i gauge and i form my attitudes and behaviors and opinions um obviously on my faith but also based a lot on the community and friendships that we have with others Um, and I think they are the best measure of are we you know acting the way that we want to be acting in our life and are we doing the things that are reflective of who we want to be who we're called to be and who our friends are to us and so I think um our general community is definitely our sounding board. And then our closer friends are kind of like our mirror. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Wise as always. A plus answer. <laughs> okay. Oh, this question okay, made so it. that goes back to... Oh, okay, I can go to either Gina or Evelyn now. Oh, okay. 
This is going to Gina. Gina, what is your pet peeve? My pet peeve. Okay, so funny story. When we were talking about this last time, I was thinking about what my pet peeve is. And my pet peeve is uh-huh. people are is people eating when they eat, they scrape their teeth against their utensil. Oh, really? Yeah. Very specific. You know do, I mean? do, like, do, do, do I do this? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I it has I don't remember. It's been a while but, since we last ate together. True. <laughs> yeah. No, just like we haven't eat, eaten. There's people together sometimes in a long time. that scrape their teeth and when they're eating their food off of a fork or something. They like a like bite yeah. down on it and like scrape it. Interesting. Huh. Is it the noise? Does the noise bother it's you? The noise that the fact that the teeth are like scraping against metal. It's like nails on chalkboard. Ooh. Yeah, and just because Ooh. I know the sound and when I see it. I just automatically oh, get you can shimmer. automatically hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I can see that. Yeah. What about like slurping? Do you like slurping? What about like sound of people's mouths chewing food? Okay, it's weird. In Korean culture, I think slurping is normal. So when you're eating mm-hmm. noodles, like mm-hmm. my brother and my dad, and I think my mom even like slurps. I personally don't like it. Also, like when you slurp, it gets the soup gets splattered everywhere and so i i don't find slurping to be a pet peeve of mine evelyn what's the best present you ever received who gave it to you and why was it special oh why did i choose these Mm. questions yeah (laughs) yeah you brought this upon yourself you're getting all the hard ones too this is a multi question yeah i even remember when i was listening i was like it has like a follow-up question to it i was like oh i guess i'll put both because it then you can describe more um the best present i ever received or soon to receive <laughs> why what am i going to receive <laughs> i don't know your birthday's coming up so <laughs> my uh to be gift is my best present i've ever received no um i think so when I when I was younger, like I, I went to a private school, so I didn't have a lot of um, what we call outside clothes. Um, and so I would only have like my uniform and whatever clothes I wore home. And then I would have very few outside clothes because I'd only need them for Saturday and Sunday, really. And as a child, you don't go that many places when <laughs> when you're young. Um, and so I wore these, like, I had these, I don't even know where I got these shoes, but I think I found them, like, in the back of our closet, these, like, K-Swiss, like, white sneakers, and I was like, yo, these are so cool, because they were, they were eight, they they were new, and they, they were, like, brand name, right, because everything else I bought was, like, from Mm -hmm. Walmart, um, and so I wore these shoes to death, and they were, like, they were, they were okay, but they were, like, the inside was purple. Like, the inside lining was purple. So, Ooh. like, under the tongue, you could see it was so purple. But anyways, I love these shoes. Yeah. And I wore them until they were, like, super disgusting. But, like, mm-hmm. my dad wouldn't buy me, like, new, nice, brand name shoes. And so that's why I just kept wearing these K-Swiss ones till, till they were dead. And then for my birthday one year, and this is, like, when we're in, like, junior high or, like, maybe, like, ninth grade. So it's not like any of my friends are, like, making money or anything but like three of my friends they pulled their money together and they got me these new nike sneakers so that i could i could i could well i think they 
to be honest, I think they mainly got them for me because they're like, ew, your shoes are disgusting. Like, why are you wearing those around still? <laughs> um, but yeah, they they pulled their mind together and got me these Nikes. And actually, <laughs> this, is so, this is gross too, but I still have those Nikes too because I don't throw anything away. But uh, yeah, that's why it was special. <laughs> yeah. I don't wear them anymore, but I that still do have special. them. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really nice that they saw something I needed and they knew wh- why I wore these particular shoes to death and then they got me something to replace mm-hmm. them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very thoughtful gift. Mm-hmm. Especially, mm-hmm. like, they're only in junior high, like you said. That's very... I know. I remember thinking special friends. <laughs> I, I know. I remember thinking I was like, oh, like say the shoes cost like a hundred bucks. I was like, that's like thirty three dollars. Oh, actually, is that my math? Yeah, like thirty three dollars. I each had to like come up with. I was like, I don't have thirty three dollars. That's a lot in junior Yeah, high. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Aww. Aww. And are you still that's friends crazy. with them? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, we're actually still friends. All right, Angie. <laughs> what in your life do you feel most grateful for? Hmm. I think. Hmm. I think in some ways, probably in a lot of ways, um, not only myself but my husband Isaac too. The two of us collectively are living a very unique and off the beaten path from our normal age and peer group life and I think that is one thing I'm very grateful for um it was absolutely nothing that I had planned going into high school um but I'm very happy that we aren't following what everyone else is doing I guess and I think at times we get very very scared and stressed out by it and there are a lot of other challenges that come our way because of it. But at the same time, we're very grateful that this is our life, that we got to start very young and we have a lot of years to fill it in. So, yeah. Cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. High school sweethearts. Yeah. yeah. You don't see yep. many of those. Yeah. No. I think we only know one other couple that got engaged who we knew were dating back in high school. Oh, oh, and they were dating in high school. Yeah, uh-huh. and now they're engaged. So I think we only know one other couple. Yeah, I only know – actually, I don't know anybody who was dating in high school and then got married. I do know people who, like, mm. dated afterward, like, they, they knew each other mm. in high school, or they dated yeah. in high school and broke up and then dated again and now they're married. But mm. yeah, it's very no it's very rare to just... have like the straight through mm-hmm. yeah. high school sweethearts. One and only for me. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One and only. Okay, so now we've all been asked the same amount of questions. So we can reverse the circle now. Oh. So going back to Evelyn yes! first. <laughs> Do you believe that people of the opposite genders can be best friends? <laughs> no. <laughs> straight up i guess no. yeah like purely best friends yeah like yeah. if it's like your one and only best friend i don't think that if if they're attracted to the opposite sex i don't think that they can just be be just be best friends and nothing more so it can't just be platonic no 
Mm. Someone's going to catch feelings yeah. on one side. What happens if saying. they were friends since they were very little and don't see each other as guys and girls? Like, like, <laughs> as like a bro or Just human beings. What's an opposite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sister or brother. <laughs> I think there are there are cases where where you see a friend who is um who you're like oh he's like my brother ew but i don't think that that person is your best friend you know what i mean like i don't think that 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 person would be your your one and only best friend yeah i agree with that why do you disagree gina (laughs) no i do do you think they could be best friends no i do agree i was just trying to push the limit (laughs) no kidding (laughs) (laughs) try not yeah i i i definitely agree too i have one guy friend that comes to mind who i've known since we were like little 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 kids like probably before grade one and we are i think at one point we may have been best friends but definitely as lives grew apart we are definitely not best friends the closest of friends but he remains that like brother-like friend mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i got one of those too gross mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> gina what do you think are two things that prevent people from realizing their dreams Well, Evelyn, this is really deep. Did you come up with this one or did you find it on Google? I searched deep questions. (laughs) Man. I think for sure one of them would be comfort. Mm. Being Mm -hmm. comfortable where you are and just being content where you are prevents you from realizing your dreams because, you know, once you're comfortable, you don't really start dreaming of what you want to do what you where you want to be so comfort would be one not knowing what there what there is out there i guess that's still comfort Mm. yeah oh yeah like uncertainty yes uncertainty or like fear of the unknown Yeah. yeah 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 i think definitely that's that's a lot of people's fear right i mean Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what's coming and you don't know, like, yeah, say you're even trying to reach a dream, but you don't know if you'll ever get there, right? It's scary. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Taking that yeah. risk is definitely scary. Yeah. Angie, what are three things you can't live without? Hmm. Yeah, realistically, my phone. Um, I think... Another one is fruit. Is that a weird answer? <laughs> no. I will like, if I go a few days without consciously eating fruits and vegetables, I, I, I genuinely do not function. So Wow. Like metabolism? Yeah, your body is like, like, I'm so very accustomed. sensitive. Yeah, I'm very sensitive like to those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have it then i can i can feel the difference so yeah that's one and then what else i see you looking around I'm be, <laughs> yeah i'm just looking at my looking in the office mm, i'm gonna be cheesy and say my husband 
Oh. <laughs> he made it on but the like, list. Jokingly, but also not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it would be very sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've always told him that like he is not allowed to leave first. That I have to be the one to leave first in the future Aww. because I don't think I genuinely don't think I could 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 survive without him. Oh, okay. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Our listeners made it through, I don't know, probably 20 minutes of our conversation already. Okay. Congrats. Congrats. Thanks for giving us Thanks for sticking out this long. Yeah. Take- <laughs> um, so our final, final po- section of our first podcast is our reflections on 2020. So 2020, I'm sure, was a very difficult year for a lot of us because it took away that connection from your friends and family mm-hmm. and your co-workers and even meeting new st- meeting strangers at the grocery store or the coffee shop mm-hmm. um it, but despite all of that um for me it was the year of just sorting out my thoughts and just sorting out like how I feel about certain things and kind of spring cleaning my life in a way um, help me reevaluate what's important and again like what do I want in my life that is important to me and that I need to achieve um, no, and another thing that I realized in 2020 is I genuinely, I can now say that I genuinely appreciate my health Hmm. um, and my friends and family. Because growing up, when teachers Mm -hmm. ask you, what are, list some things that are important to you, I would just automatically list my family, my friends, and my health. But I never really Mm -hmm. meant it because I didn't really realize what it means to lose those stuff. Mm -hmm. But this year seeing other people's experience and experiencing that I realize how important those are and I genuinely yeah, appreciate it true. yeah yeah what, what do you think Evelyn what how how was your 2020 it was awesome <laughs> yeah as if in January um, <laughs> yeah it was really great in January and February and half of March um mm-hmm. I think I think um Two main takeaways for me is that I realize that I am not as resilient or strong as I always envisioned myself to be. You know, like I always saw I'm like, oh yeah, Evelyn, you can you can take on whatever, whatever comes your way. It's you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but I think throughout the year, it kind of slowly wore me down. I'm having to stay at home, not being able to see people working from home that's been really difficult as well so I think <clears throat> I think I really learned that it's it's okay not to be okay sometimes and it's okay to kind of 
relish in that fact that that you're not okay um, and that maybe things aren't okay and it's okay to say things aren't okay. I think I was always afraid to be like, oh, things suck, you know, always trying to like, things are great kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it really taught me that I'm not as resilient as I thought I would, as I thought I was, and um, but that it's okay anyway. And then the second thing is, I think, um, being able to see relationships, relationships that I have continue to grow despite the pandemic. I think that was, that was really, um, really great to see and really, like, just really warm my heart that like, Mm -hmm. that like it could still happen even though we were so far away. Um, you know, especially with like the, like you guys, like we didn't hang out that much before the pandemic, weirdly (laughs) enough. (laughs) And then we hung out like every week after that, um, during the pandemic. So I think it was, it was really nice to see that we can still develop connections, develop relationships and build on friendships despite having a difficult year, despite going through a lot of different things. And even like with my friends back home, like I think, um, I realize that okay, just because we're that far away doesn't mean we can st- we can't still keep connecting, right? Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like the only way we could do it is like online or over the phone or FaceTime or whatever. But I think it encouraged me to continue to try and upkeep those friendships as well because it's possible to maintain relationships even when you can't physically see people. Mm-hmm. That's a good lesson or a reflection because once we go back to n- normal. Um, whatever that may be, you're still going to put that effort in staying connected with your friends, even you return back to your normal like work life and your normal day to day routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really hope so. Like, um, yeah, I hope we can continue to maintain the level of friendship that we've been having, or like relationships that we have with other people to continue that level, even if. You know, when we go out to normal, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Um, man, if someone says that one more time, though, normal, whatever that means, one more time, or like unprecedented times. Anyhow, unprecedented. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> oh, I hate that phrase. Um, but yeah, like if we're still able to maintain maintain that with the busyness of life that may come back when when we can see each other, I think, um, yeah, it's a testament to our friendship and yeah, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Angie? Yeah, 2020 was not an amazing year um, by any means. Um, But I think kind of similar to what Evelyn mentioned, it was a year that individually and as a couple, we saw a lot of heartbreak and loss and difficulty and a lot of venturing into very very foreign and unknown territory um but i think coming out of not coming out of it coming into the new year and seeing last year from a distance now um i definitely see certain areas of growth that have resulted from that past difficult year and those are definitely areas where if you had asked me when back in 2019 or in a healthier spot or in a happier place, I probably would have never willingly wanted to engage in the kind of growth that happened naturally in 2020. I think I would have been fearful of it and I think I would have been scared of it 
and just simply think that I don't need to grow in those areas. Um, I guess fortunately and unfortunately, the events unfolded in such a way that it forced us to face those fears and face those areas where we once thought we had it all together and it revealed to us just how little we have it together. Um, and so it was a and continues to be a good, hard challenge, but I can't say that I would have asked for it. Yeah. That was 2020. <laughs> and you're stronger for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'm going to throw in a fun question in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just to break up the sadness of 2020. Yeah. yeah. What is... Got so dark. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> my question is, what are you guys looking forward to in 2021 or hope to achieve in 2021? Good, deep question, Gina. Yeah, I asked deepquestions.com. <laughs> I love that site. Took a page, took a page from Evelyn. Because <laughs> hmm. I know right now, I don't know about you guys, but I think a lot of people are just kind of living, feels like they're living a loop, if that makes sense. It feels like you're literally copying, pasting, copying, pasting your entire day, right? And so I was talking to one friend. She was saying that her days just feel, she sometimes doesn't even know what day it is because it's so similar to the other days Mm -hmm. that she's lived. And so I was like, oh, that's me too. It's copying, pasting. (laughs) (laughs) and so what yeah i want to know like what are one what is or what are some things that you're looking forward to or to achieve in 2021 i don't know i guess i can try to tackle that one first i think in many ways because 2020 was a hard year i came into 2021 intent on not necessarily recovering 100% from the different challenges that 2020 threw at us but to not let 2021 be a continuation of 2020 and so I think since the new year um, the focus has been on trying to find all the little opportunities to make 2021 even the slightest bit different or the slightest bit of an improvement, or to have things that I can acknowledge I did better this year than last. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's only been a month or and, and some but at this point, but I think in, in small ways, I am, I'm seeing that. And I see that the more small things happen, then they add up to restore some of that confidence that I lost back in 2020. So yeah, I, I hope it continues. I hope that momentum continues through the rest of the year. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's encouraging that you have that perspective, you know, to kind of be like, okay, you know, focus on the little things and they add up to the big things and mm-hmm. to kind of yeah. not let 2020 define who you are going forward. I think that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I guess I'll go next. <laughs> um <laughs> 
I don't know. I never make like this kind of sounds like those like New Year resolutions questions or mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. never do New Year's resolutions because I'm that kind of person that's like <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> that's like, why bother trying if you're never gonna reach the goal? Um But I think I don't know, just just as we were talking, I think I think mm-hmm. because I've been I think less motivated at work than I was when I first started. I think trying to maybe find that spark again or trying to figure out what my place is at work and where I fit in and kind of like what my purpose is in this job. Um, I think it's hard or it's it's easy to lose sight of like what what my purpose in life is when you do such monotonous things like you do the same ish things over and over again at work Mm -hmm. um and then Mm -hmm. at work it's not like i'm not like you know working for a nonprofit or i don't know helping hungry people you know like i'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. like quote unquote good in the world and so i think it's Mm -hmm. it it makes me kind of lose sight of like what am i doing here kind of thing so I think trying to mm-hmm. kind of maybe figure out what my place is and based on my calling and my purpose in life, like what my place is at work in that in that sense. Mm-hmm. And maybe that will make me less lazy. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, I don't know if this is too early to tell, but do you think it would be something more like volunteering work that would help you find your purpose in your work like volunteering I don't know like helping university law students like get a little bit more comfortable becoming a lawyer or something like that oh I think I think like yes I think like when I decided to become a lawyer you always think of it as like a quote-unquote noble like that's what people say okay I think if they even say it at your bar call this is a noble profession you know like blah 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 all this stuff about justice and stuff but in my day-to-day work, I don't, I don't see that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, mm. I'm not engaging in things to do with social justice or helping people who can't help themselves, you know, and that's, like, that's kind of why I wanted to be a lawyer, because you have this power to mm-hmm. help people who can't otherwise do certain things, right? And mm-hmm. sure, I mean, mm-hmm. in my field of work, my area, I, I could do that, but because we mainly mm-hmm. work with large corporations. That's just not, it's just, it just mm-hmm. doesn't really pan out that way. So I don't know. Yeah. I think, like, I've tried volunteering at, like, um, like clinics and stuff. Or I've tried to put my name into volunteer clinics. But they didn't get back to me, so. Um, but I think. <laughs> I know. They, they had too many Rejecting volunteers. Rejecting volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I like I, I like the idea of doing pro bono work or, like, yeah, because I think the most rewarding file I've been on is one where it's this individual and there's this big authority which is taking all this money from him and we were able to help him get it all back because it was all mm. not a misunderstanding, but they just, you know, it, it just wasn't right. And so that was the most rewarding mm. one and that was like semi pro bono. And But that those those files mm. don't come up come along very often because of where I work so mm-hmm. um but that was the most rewarding one because I was like I could see the change I made in this one person's life and he was like oh my gosh I didn't have I don't have to pay three hundred thousand dollars to somebody now you know so wow yeah um but yeah yeah I don't know I don't know what I can do but 
I will brainstorm, maybe. That's a good jumping off point. Mm. What about you, Gina? What are your goals or dreams you want to achieve this year? Like Evelyn, I do not create a New Year's resolution because <laughs> it never works out. But I do kind of create a theme for each year, something that I want to work on. And so um, after university, it was more the theme was physical health was my top mm. priority because I was never really good at keeping like exercising on a daily basis or you know maintaining good um health and so that was always been my goal and it I'll say it'll still be my goal for this year I'm trying to get better um mine are like always like little small things they're never really big one would be like walking Mm -hmm. my dog every day because that's something I regretted Mm -hmm. when I we had a family um family dog we never walked him every day and that's something I regretted and that's something I promised to myself and to my like yeah to mostly to myself and kind of like it's kind of weird to say but to my dead dog too because I feel so bad because no I genuinely feel so bad and so that's something I want to been doing pretty well except for the days when yeah, we go skiing amazing yeah. <laughs> when we go skiing i do not take him out because i'm too tired and it's dark outside <laughs> and scary um yes but you take him out on minus 40 days so that's definitely commendable yeah, thank mm-hmm. you he really enjoys being out there in minus 40 i caught him sleeping outside one time in minus oh, 40 what he'll just like cuddle up on the mat in front of the front door and i'm like oh my gosh is he dead <laughs> I'd be like, Julie, come back in. Um, oh my goodness, yeah, he's a funny one, and yeah, and yes, and take more risks in what I want to do. If there is something, because I always have a vision of what I want to do or where I want to be, but I never really put anything in action. And so, if an opportunity comes, I think I, my goal is to be more willing to take that risk. Because it's never going to happen if you don't take the risk. What was it Michael Scott said? Like, if you don't take the chance. Oh, I forget his phrase. But, like, if you don't take the <laughs> shot, it'll never happen or something like that. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes, that's one. Thank you, Michael Scott. <laughs> if you're a listener and you're single, hit us up. Because Gina is single. <laughs> she said she's going to take more risks. So, you know what that means. <laughs> uh, but funny that you mentioned that because before, before COVID existed, that was my next goal after physical health. Like mm-hmm. being in a better shape mm-hmm. and like taking care of myself first. That mm-hmm. was kind of my next goal to be more. Exactly. But COVID happened. So, kind of <laughs> changes things up, you know? I don't want to meet strangers. Like when there's a pandemic or virus going on. But I have heard, I have heard that um, people are actually really appreciating, what's it called, like Zoom dates because (laughs) there's no pressure. Like if you went out on a normal date with someone to dinner or to coffee, it's awkward because you have to like have a legit excuse to leave a bad whatever setting you're in, right? But if you're in a Zoom call and you're like, oh hey, like, um, like why don't we like zoom for an hour and then like there's absolutely no commitment 
whatsoever holding you to this person because you're just in your own place and if it's awkward then it's awkward and you can just leave and you didn't have to spend money to get there you didn't have to spend money on dinner you didn't have to you know necessarily dress up amazingly things like that that's what I've heard. Just the thought of it is making my hands sweat. Literally. So what you're saying is that the risk that we will help you take is to find you someone to go on a Zoom date with. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Action item. <laughs> yep. Action Not item. For Gina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Angie yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. to do. Yeah, don't worry. It's all on us. I'll just be like, <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. You said there's no, there's a specific time commitment. So I'm like, oh, just 15 minutes. Sorry, I only got time for exactly. you for 15 minutes. You could. Yeah, it could honestly, be like 20, I've heard minutes. that people are doing. Yeah. yeah. Just like a quick get to know you and like, hey, like, let's see if we even have any chemistry first. And if we do, then we can plan another Zoom date because it's so easy now. But it's also okay being single, guys, because single means like taking yes. time to really take your time (laughs) exactly agreed agreed all right that kind of wraps up our first episode and thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us for this whole episode and join us next time bye